you're listening to the Down East Mike Podcast, the quirky little podcast from Maine. And now, your host, Down East Mike. Why, good morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Down East Mike. I've been away from the mic for a few days. Been in a deep, deep summertime Maine slumber, sort of like Rip Van Winkle, just like Suspended animation, hi- hibernation, the main torpor, the just that time of the year when the main it goes out back in the hammock in August, and then he he wakes up and all of a sudden it's fall, the leaves are falling off the trees, the birds have changed their song, you hear the blue jays out, out there, the whiskey jacks they call them, and the blue jays are out there, they're talking about uh, going south and the demeanor changes of all the flora and fauna about you. Just one little nap, that's all it takes. One moment where you take your eye off the ball and it rolls away from you down that long main hill down through the blueberry fields. Today is Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. Our disclaimer, if you're new to the Down East Mike podcast, our disclaimer is some of this is whimsy, some of it's true, and the interpretation of it all is entirely up to you. In our headlines today, we have heating oil rationing being discussed. On this day, September 7th, 1973, we have some bad advertisements from the 70s we'd like to relate to you, just to remind you, if you've forgotten how bad ads could be. We have a call in from a crank. Uh, We have Maine's bi-weekly bird. That's exciting. It's always good to have a bi-weekly bird to talk about. We've got word of the day and birthdays. Let's take a quick look at the headlines. If, If you're just getting up and You want to know, you probably don't want to know what's going on in the world, but we'll look at like the international headlines. Let's see if there's anything here that's fit for public consumption. Uh, Judge's order for Trump special master is deeply flawed, legal experts say. Trump ex-advisor Bannon faces state indictment in New York, and that's from the Washington Post. Uh, Canada stabbings. Town is shattered amid stabbings manhunt. Amid heat dome, California energy officials, PG&E, warn of planned outages. Here's another headline. Hillary Clinton, I'm not running for president again. Uh, Ukrainian counterattack is underway. The UN pushes for nuclear plant safety. And suspect in Eliza Fletcher's murder cleans car hours after abduction. Probably the only time the car had been cleaned. Uh, COVID-19 vaccine likely to become an annual shot like the flu vaccine, Fauci says. China clears road to earthquake epicenter. Death toll rises to 74. Earthquakes not something you think about until they happen right to you, right? How about the main headlines? That was enough of the international ones. Several main businesses are forced to close ahead of Labor Day due to staffing issues. Uh, 
Half of Maine indigent cases are being defended by just 33 lawyers, analysis finds. Do you know why they bury lawyers 10 feet deep? Because deep down, they're really nice guys. Let's see. Uh, half, we already did that one. 32-year-old man from Maine dies from stabbing. What's with all this stabbing going on? Can people find other ways to settle their differences and stabbing each other? Uh, soaking Labor Day rain could cause flooding in Maine. Yeah, that's a relevant headline. All right, let's go to Word of the Day. That was enough of that. Word of the Day is gratification. It's a noun. Gratification. It means to reward monetary gratification for a job well done. We all like that. The act of gratifying the state of being gratified. Maine's a gratifying state, ain't it? The gratification, sorry, ain't isn't good grammar, I apologize. A source of satisfaction or pleasure, he found gratification in getting his novel published. Who wouldn't? Imagine Stephen King's gratification moment when he had his Carrie book published. This is just great. Uh, Synonyms and antonyms for gratification. Content, contentedness, delectation, delight, enjoyment, pleasure, relish. Uh, examples of gratification in a sentence. Eating good chocolate gives me a sense of instant gratification. This is not that heavy a word, but we, we need some light words, don't we? Uh, some examples of gratification being used on the web. The skims shape where creator's imagination is clearly at work regarding her bow and the new show, even if fans won't get immediate gratification. Another sentence, in a world of instant gratification, welcoming a slower travel experience can be a lovely change of pace. That was from CNN in May of this year. The whole staff had to come together to write that sentence. In 1576 was it first used, some other words in use at that time, uh, in print, uh, abrupt, dorp. we got to look up dorp sometime, D-O-R-P, curtail, ensnare, Full-blown was first used in 1576. Headmaster, and there's our favorite word, gratification. Happy birthday today to Janet and Turner, Maine. Janet will be 75. She's happiest when she's running for political office and sometimes wins her races. Also, happy birthday to Paul in Booth Bay. Paul's running for political office as well. He's successful sometimes and likes to rub it in Janet's face. So much fun watching them both go at it. On this day in 1973, the title current was at issue during the Eastport hearing. They were talking there about the uh, putting the, the oil refinery in Eastport. The former super tanker pilot who's been accustomed to slipping some of the largest tankers uh, in the world through little rivers, <clears throat> excuse me, in, in England, told the main EPA, uh, on Thursday afternoon, that he wouldn't be found navigating a, a crude oil pier in Eastport where the tidal current reaches three knots in spite of the fact that the 6.3-mile waterway has extremely deep water. They just didn't trust it. So that was a big topic of discussion. Also on this day in 1973, heating oil rationing was given study. They were talking about a tentative plan for the rationing of heating oil for the winter of 1973. Confidential estimates circulating in the government put the potential supply gap for the coming winter 
particularly if the weather's colder than normal, they put the gap at 10 to 15 percent. Last winter's shortage was 3 to 4 percent. Not much has changed from 1973 to today. They were also talking about a minimum wage bill, and that was being vetoed by President Nixon. They wanted to raise the minimum wage, and they, they vetoed that. It would have brought it up to 2.20 an hour. That's a little bit, it's about what I make today, actually. Uh, what else do we have on that heating oil? Let's see. Heating oil is essentially the same petroleum product as diesel fuel. Yeah, we already talked about that. Let's look at some of the ads from 1973 at the Checkmate at the Westgate Mall, 915 Union Street in Bangor. They had wine, cocktails, and beer, daily luncheon specials from $1.25. You could get southern fried chicken with a fresh garden salad for $2.95. And most importantly, your choice of potato. Do you want mashed or fries? Uh, Baked Virginian ham with Hawaiian sauce. I bet that sparkled in the sun. Fresh garden salad. Your choice of potato. Once again, $3.50. Broiled scallop parmesan with fresh garden salad and lobster fried rice for just $3.95. Lobster fried rice. I don't think they meant that the lobster fried the rice. Also of note on this day, this is a good one. Uh, Bangor uh, Savings Bank was offering a certificate of deposit, CD. Get this. One to two and a half years, the annual uh, rate was six and a half percent on a CD. What are they paying now? 0.25, if that. Four years was seven percent, and the minimum deposit was a thousand dollars. Let's see, what else do we have on that one? Let me check here. Oh, we wanted to look at the Wilco ad. Uh, check these budget pleasing bargains. A jumbo plastic sewing chest for $2.17. I wonder if we could find any of those in the landfill today. A five-gallon can of driveway sealer, $3.47. Now, as everybody knows, driveway sealer is the kind of thing that you buy a couple buckets of that and you put it in the garage and it sits there until next season because the motivation to deploy it is is greatly diminished once you've actually pulled it out of the back of the pickup truck and put it on the garage floor. It's like, oh dear, now i got to spread this out. We'll wait until next year. Men's Wide Fashion Belt, $1.97. Originally were $8. I had one of those. It was really wide, and it was like white on one side and black on the other, and it kind of got delaminated and fell apart. That'll happen with those wide belts. Four pack of spiral notebooks, 88 cents. Boy, is that depressing. Imagine going off to school with that under your arm and knowing you've got to fill it up with stupid stuff. Look at this, a snow jet sale. It's got a guy looking like uh, Paul Bunyan with his hands uh, on, his, on his waist. He's standing there confidently, one leg up on his snow jet. The preseason special was a 1973 Star Jet 292. Originally $859, now just $599. I'm not sure what that is in today's dollars, but I'm pretty sure that'd be a bargain today. And snow jets were available 
all over the place in Maine. They had dealers here. It was like a hundred different dealers where you could get your snow jet. Oh, to go back in time and buy a cheap snow jet. How about this really cheesy ad? It's a woman here. She's a blonde-haired lady. She got a, There's a black background. She's wearing some kind of black uh, dress or something. And, and she's got a smile on her face. That I guess some people would call that a come-hither look. And the ad is, a man likes to come home to black velvet. Every man wants to feel the smooth imported whiskey from Canada. And every woman, too. And it's a picture of a, of a bottle of whiskey and the woman there. And I don't know. I, I, I can't believe they would take out a half-page ad for that stuff. Look at that first thing in the morning. Let's see. The Bounty Tavern, 1973. Uh, now appearing Rhythm. I wonder if that band actually had rhythm. You had an open-faced steak sandwich for $1.95, French fries, and coleslaw. And I bet a lot of Canadians would drive down to drive down from New Brunswick just for the afternoon to take in a show with rhythm and have an open-faced steak sandwich. Exciting live entertainment featuring Rock Maple in the modern, ultra-modern Cock and Feather Lounge at the Swamp. Fox Moda Inn. Come to Northern Maine's newest and most luxurious night spot. They spelled it N-I-T-E. Route 1 in Presque Isle, Maine. Rock Maple. That'd be a great band. Uh, at the Rendezvous in Brewer, uh, this night, September 7th, 1973, the musical group Pure Joy. And then it says, direct from Atlantic City, New Jersey. Do you suppose they did the tour in a VW bus or were they in like a matador or something that they're on tour? Uh, At the Bangor House in downtown Bangor, in the Fiesta Room, it was Carla and Friends. And she was going to be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Saturday, maybe it was just Carla without her friends. I don't know. Open to the Lucerne Inn and uh, open to the public, the Lucerne Inn in Dedham. Saturday night, you could go see the Poole family. Dine and dance to the music of the Poole family. Oh, and here's a good one. The Chuck Wagon on Union Street in Bangor, a giant charcoal pit. I don't know what they cook there, though. It doesn't say. It just says, come to the Chuck Wagon. Maybe they had a cook there and he made like biscuits or something. At the cinema too, you could see The Day of the Jackal. Or you could see The Last Tango in Paris with Marlon Brando. And I don't know if that was in his ice That was before he was eating a a gallon of ice cream a day. Uh, How about a letter to the editor? Put blame where it belongs. To the editor, I read your editorial the other day, and I'm sure that if more emphasis was placed on controlling the criminal instead of the sportsman, things would be better for everyone. I am writing to you as I consider guns my friends. This is a real letter, by the way. In fact, I associate with approximately 2,000 in my work each day. You won't believe it, but I have been known to take a nap in their presence. Not one of them has made a threatening move toward me even when I attack them with a screwdriver. They just lay there and offer no resistance. 
Now, people are another thing. I have known some. I wouldn't dare close one eye when they were present. Please put the blame where it belongs. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. And that's a letter from N.C. Ellsmore. Also had a letter to the editor. Appreciation, it's entitled. To the editor, congratulations and thanks from me and many others to this paper for returning to their large, seeable print of radio and TV programs. Also for having this page opposite the comedy page. A great paper from Anna K. Young, R.N. So important to have your initials after a letter like that. All right. Let's see. We're also going to look at... Yeah, we'll just go right to our bi-weekly bird here. This is kind of a short podcast today, just to get everybody back on, on track. There are three types of geese in Maine. We're going to look at one today. On our bi-weekly bird. It's the Canada goose. I don't know. They, it, they call it the Canada goose, but it's in Maine, right? Uh, so it's um, the Canada goose, Bronta canadensis. A brown-backed, light-breasted, North American goose with a black head and neck. It has white cheeks that flash when the bird shakes its head before taking flight. That's what I do. I shake my head before I take flight. Along with ducks, swans, and other geese, the Canada goose belongs to the family of the waterfowl Anseriformis. The various subspecies of Canada goose range in size from 4.4 pounds to the cackling goose, which weighs 14.3 pounds. Boy, that would feel heavy sitting on your head, wouldn't it? The mature males of the giant Canada goose, 14.3 pounds it is. The latter has a wing spread of up to 6.6 feet, second in size only to that of the trumpeter swan among the common waterfowl. Once a symbol of the North American wilderness, Canada geese are now common pests and airport hazards that are often evicted from park ponds. The Canada geese, they breed across North America, including Canada and Alaska during the warmer months. And then they winter mainly in the southern United States and Mexico. Throughout much of the United States, there are also non-migratory resident populations. They they probably all migrate in Maine because it's just too cold here. Uh, They live on golf courses, airports, and parks. They like that open space that's that's all... uh, landscaped for them. At the turn of the 20th century, Canada geese were feared to be among uh, nearing extinction in many areas, and since then, because of the Migratory Bird Convention Act, <clears throat> which I was not part of, the institution of refugees, uh, or refuges, sorry, the proliferation of lawns in eastern U.S. and agriculture in the Midwest, the birds have become Numerous to the point of being derided as pond starlings and Canada rats. That's harsh. The release, the release of de- decoy birds to attract migratory beasts, geese to hunters' gun sites, also has established a large non-migratory population in the eastern U.S. At the beginning of the 21st century, the resident population was estimated at about 1 million birds and increasing Canada geese were introduced into Canada for, into 
sorry, into England for sport and as ornamental waterfowl in the 17th century and subsequently into other northern European countries. I think they're pretty to look at, but I guess they can make a real mess and really uh, disrupt the, the uh, environment. Let's take a quick look at the forecast and we'll listen to the, the cranky call and then we have a song and, and that'll be our podcast. We'll, we'll put a bow tie on it. Right now, uh, it's about 57 degrees and foggy, but for today, the sun will finally come out again. We get all the rain that we needed. Thank you. None of that. It's going to be mostly sunny with a high near 75. Calm wind be coming north around 5 miles per hour. For tonight, patchy fog after midnight, otherwise mostly cloudy with a low around 52. For Thursday, patchy fog again in the morning, but then uh, mostly cloudy giving way to sunshine with a high near 75. Looking out ahead, we have nothing but sun and 70s and 80s. So a very pleasant stretch of weather ahead. If you have been deferring the fall painting uh, like Down East Mike has been doing, uh, no excuses, you're going to have to get at it. That's coming right, right up. You're going to have to take advantage of this nice weather. This is Down East Mike. I thank you for listening. And until next time, I'm wishing you and your loved ones a day that is full of grace, love, and kindness. Be kind to one another. Until next time, we'll see you. No, I, I enjoyed Down East Mike. But, you know, he's kind of disrespectful and dismissive. I mean... Look, we all know when you're doing these jump cuts and these edits and you act like you don't know. That's disrespectful. You know, you're talking about sharks and and you're talking about uh, monitoring devices and sonar. And you get all and it's very confusing for you, but it's not confusing for your audience. We know. We know when we're being, you know, gigged on through and it's a game thing. And it's all ego. Everything you do, it's all about ego. But uh, no, I enjoy your show. It's good in the most part. But, you know, have some respect and for your audience.
I'm not afraid of the dark. 